What's up, guys? Welcome into the Fantasy Pod. I am your host for today, Cody. Uh, unfortunately, Nick could not make it here with us. He is uh, not feeling too well, so hopefully he gets to feeling better before our uh, our big pod tomorrow. But just going to run through the Thursday night football game pretty quick here. Probably keep it pretty short, 5 to 15 minutes, and uh, get you guys out of here. But I am here with the, with our producer, Justin. Uh, Justin, Hello. unfortunately, we took, the, uh, we took the L in our dynasty. Uh, we did. I wasn't expecting that either. Yeah, I was not yeah, expecting yeah. that either. I don't know. Was what, what, I didn't really look at it. I know he replaced uh, Isaiah with Isaiah McKenzie with Justin Fields in a super flex, which is smart for him. But yeah, I, I mean, it was really was it? I, I don't know if it was just was like just, our team failing or his team succeeding. Yeah, when Nick Chubb and Alvin Kamara combined to give you just 20, 20 total points in a full <laughs> PPR, that that yeah. kind of puts you behind the eight ball. And then. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Evan Ingram had a good week. A.J. Brown had a huge week. Fields played pretty good. And we have freaking Ryan Tannehill as our second quarterback. So that's yeah. got to be that's got to be operation number one of the offseason is uh, find, yes. another, uh, find another quarterback for us. But that's all right. Like I said, it's, it is what it is. At least it's dynasty. So we can we can make some big moves this offseason and, and kind of revamp for next year. Yeah. But let's go ahead and jump into Thursday Night Football. Like I said, we'll get you guys in and out of here pretty quick. Uh, we got Jaguars at Jets. Jets favored by one and a half over under 37 and a half. Uh, I think that over under is heavily influenced by the uh, the weather report there. It is supposed basically a 100% guarantee of rain at this point for the game time. And uh, could be winds uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 miles per hour. So, not ideal conditions for fantasy scoring, but pretty big game. Uh, both these teams are in the uh, playoff hunt, and I would say that uh, for the Jaguars, you have uh, Trevor Lawrence looking really good, and their their team's kind of rolling, and the Jets are kind of going the other way. We know with Zach Wilson at the helm, so I think it's pretty interesting to, to say the least, but Let's go ahead and jump on in here. Uh, like I said, the uh, or the Jets are favored by one and a half. If I would bet this game, I would bet the uh, the Jaguars plus a point and a half. I, I think the Jaguars are going to win this game outright. I just don't think the uh, Jets offense gets it going, even against a uh, a bad Jaguars defense. So, all right, fantasy side here. Let's jump in with the quarterbacks. Uh, really, only one to talk about: Trevor Lawrence. Uh, hard to take him out of your lineup. He has been really good, but this is a terrible matchup against the Jets. They are the fifth-ranked uh, team against quarterback this se- quarterbacks this season. Um, to kind of put some reference in here, if you have a guy like Geno, a guy like Tua, maybe Kirk Cousins, those are some really good matchups. So maybe maybe lean those guys, but I still think Trevor Lawrence is still well above any of those other streaming options like a Jared Goff or. Uh, that level of quarterback, so kind of kind of a uh, situation dependent there. But I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a lineup lock if he was uh, just a secondary guy and you still have one of those top other quarterback options. And then on the other side, Zach Wilson, he does have a great matchup against the Jaguars. They are the twenty um, eighth ranked defense against quarterbacks. He finishes the QB nine last week, getting just over three hundred passing yards. So. Uh, even though it didn't look the best, he uh, he still was able to get it done against a weak Lions defense. So maybe able to do something again this week, but you got to have uh, some pretty big stones to put Zach Wilson out there in your quarterfinal matchup. So if you uh, if you want to do that, please go right ahead. I would love to see Zach Wilson in the quarterback spot against me, but we will see what he does. 
We can go ahead and move on over to the running backs. We're really only going to touch on two of them, uh, the first one being Travis Etienne. I would say he's probably an RB2 level player. Uh, he had a pretty solid game last week against Dallas, but has been under 10 fantasy points in the previous four games before that. Uh, really, the, the good thing about Travis Etienne and what should be a neutral game script, he should get his full volume, uh, probably anywhere from 17 to 20 touches. Uh, he does have the ability to break one, so he could always house it for you and get you the touch, long touchdown. Um, and, you know, he does get the uh, the red zone work as long as it doesn't get the third down. Usually they bring in Jermichael Hasty for their third down plays. But uh, I still think he's a fine play this week and should be played against, you know, played above anybody that is, uh, you know, a risky kind of player. Uh, when here's And one of them in particular, Zonovan Knight, the running back for the Jets, I think he is a little bit risky. Uh, as you will get a common theme here, it's a iffy player playing against a bad defense, so it should be a pretty good matchup for you. Um, I think I'm playing him over guys like DeAndre Swift, Rashad White, and Devin Singletary, but he's going to be below the tier of guys like Ezekiel Elliott, J.K. Dobbins, and uh, Travis Etienne. So I do think he comes with a little bit of risk because you don't quite know how him and Michael Carter are going to fit in together. Uh, but if you are, you know, Going, like I said, between Zonovan Knight and uh, DeAndre Swift, I think you got to go with Zonovan Knight there. Just, uh, like I said, pretty good matchup there against the Jags. But that wraps up the running backs. That, Like I said, they're both pretty startable. And with the weather conditions, the way that they are, they may just try and keep this ball on the ground a little bit more. So these guys may actually get some extra work this week. Uh, I'd say the three guys that are the most affected are going to be the wide receivers, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Garrett Wilson. Uh, we'll start with the easiest one. That's Garrett Wilson. I think he is pretty much a lineup lock with this pretty soft matchup. Uh, your only concern, again, is uh, Zach Wilson. But Garrett Wilson had a pretty solid week last week, so you can at least put some of those worries to rest. Uh, he is this offense's main weapon, and you know the offense runs through him. So um, he he will still get his you know his touches and everything like that. So you can you can lock him in for sure. On the Jaguars side, Christian Kirk, I think he should be pretty close to a fantasy lock. Um, I know Zay Jones got the three touchdowns last week, um, which is unfortunate for Kirk's fantasy output, but I think he's still the guy that you want in that offense that if you have to go into this weekend trusting someone, uh, you're going to much rather want to trust Christian Kirk. Um, you know, Also for him, he plays the slot. Uh, Sauce Gardner typically plays on the outside, so even though this is a tougher matchup, it should be a, it should be one Christian Kirk may be able to exploit a little bit. Um, only the only concern here is again just the weather in uh, in New Jersey is going to be pretty rough for throwing the football, so that may hamper his his upside just a little bit. And then Zay Jones coming off his three touchdown performance last week, I think he is a very very risky play. Um, I don't think that Jones is the main guy in this wide receiver room. I think that he is a uh, boom-bust flex option. And, and even coming off a game where he had three touchdowns, I, I, I don't, I'm not confident enough in him to move him out of that tier. Um, this defense is elite, and, and also Zay Jones just has a history of duds after this big game. So I, I think Zay Jones is a guy for me that you must bench. It's just I don't want ancillary pieces in bad weather against an absolutely elite defense. Um, and then I think two other kind of somewhat ancillary pieces here at the tight end position. First one we'll talk about is Tyler Conklin. He should not be played. Simple as that. If you are in the semifinals, then you, uh, you definitely got someone, someone better than Tyler Conklin. 
And then Evan Ingram, uh, I think he's he's going to be someone that's going to be hard to take out of your lineup, but I don't think he's a must start. If you uh, if you recently picked up Ingram, but you still have a guy like a Hawkinson, a Dalton Schultz, or even a Darren Waller, I think you're playing those guys over him pretty comfortably. But Evan Ingram, with his recent success, I think you're playing him over a Pratt Fryermuth. I think you're playing him over David Njoku um, in that Cleveland-New Orleans game that has a 31-point over-under. I think you still play him over Dawson Knox, but I think they're very similar um, with this week with their matchup differences. Uh, Dawson Knox obviously playing Chicago, one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. And then Taysom Hill and Juwan Johnson, I'd play Evan Ingram over either one of those two as well. They had a they have a pretty tough matchup. So uh, Evan Ingram, I would say he's a low-end starter at this point. He has uh, kind of done the past couple weeks, but it's just a little bit risky with the matchup. So if you are relying on Evan Ingram, but you have still one of those higher tier options, I would pivot. But if you're just streaming the position and Evan Ingram's your guy, then I think you're good to go ahead and roll with them. So, and I think you could maybe play both these defenses. I think both of them are a little bit risky with how good the Jaguars have been playing and how bad the Jaguars defense is. Um, but if you are, if you're streaming defenses, I'm sure the Jaguars are out there. Uh, Zach Wilson always gives a couple opportunities to the defense, so you, you never know. Might get a couple interceptions, maybe even a pick six and get a defensive score. So I think both of them are viable. Uh, maybe if you don't want to trust them in a fantasy sense, then definitely maybe throw them in your DFS lineup. But uh, that's pretty much going to do it. It's going to be, like I said, a pretty quick podcast here. Just kind of wanted to run through uh, my opinion on these players. Um, Justin, do you have any any comments or anything like that? Uh, not right now. I'm excited to see how this weekend plays out. Um, do we have a lot of? I didn't have even looked at the schedule. Is there a lot of football on Christmas, or they do they skip that? Uh, so they play. They play a lot of games on Saturday, and then there's okay. three games on on Sunday, I believe. So uh, uh, most of it will be done. Yeah, most of it will be done Saturday, but still, still get some. Still, of course, get at least every time slot on Sunday. So Ooh, that'll be. Uh, that'll be good. Bucks, Cardinals, Packers, Dolphins, Broncos, Broncos, Rams is kind of lame, but yeah, no, those are those are good games. Absolutely, we need to um, we'll need to get a Fanduel game going for tomorrow's football game. I need yes. I need you or Nick to uh, dethrone me. I think I've won three or four in a row now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I was close, but then I was very far. So <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Well, like I said, we're gonna keep this one short. Go ahead and get you guys out. Enjoy Thursday night football. Uh, if you like, I said, if you are betting this one, I like the Jaguars plus one and a half, and then I thirty-seven and a half. That's a pretty low over/under, but I'd probably still bet on the under with the weather that's gonna be there. So uh, that's gonna do it for us, uh, Justin. Peace out, buddy. Have a good one.